Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host, one of these perpetually uncertain people. And today's podcast episode is going to be about resistance. But before we get started, I want to offer a few updates. Um, I am booking chat sessions, like single chat sessions and packages on my website right now. They're surprisingly filling up quickly. So if you're interested in booking with me for July, I would suggest that you go ahead and do that now or soon uh, because I'm my schedule is getting a bit full at the moment and I'm still kind of learning how to navigate um, this kind of scheduling because I only started offering chat sessions like a in April, I think, and they're picking up more now and I'm just not like sure completely yet how to like schedule everything so that I can do both chat sessions and still do the creative work and make videos and content and all that stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna have like a cutoff for July. So if you're interested in booking with me and wanna do it soon, feel free to go do that on my website now. Um, Other than that, do I have any other updates? I am working on a companion course to my self-expression book. It's gonna be an audio course kind of like this podcast, um, but it's going to go in more detail than the book did because the book is pretty short. It's more just, um, it's a handbook, right? It's just something to have um, to look at and read through to kind of learn more about your your issues with self-expression. And there's questions to consider in that book. The audio course is going to be in more detail. It's going to be me kind of talking like this um, off the top of my head, sharing a few experiences just to give more perspective, more insight on self-expression and what it looks like, how it manifests to not be able to express yourself, all that kind of stuff. So I'm working on that. I'll probably be able to finish it by the end of July-ish. So if you want to be updated and notified about when this is available, uh, feel free to subscribe to my mailing list. And when you do subscribe, I do offer like a a little booklet of journaling prompts um, about love, about vulnerability, and I think self-expression as well. I'm not sure. I forgot. (laughs) I am always offering like so many journaling prompts, but I like to do like really specific and detailed journaling prompts, like nothing too generic because I feel like it's like you don't get as much out of a very generic question. I'm very specific. I'm a very specific person. I like to offer very unique and specific perspectives and insights and questions on these kinds of topics. So if you're interested in that, you'll get a free booklet when you subscribe to my mailing list. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to update everyone on. So we're talking about resistance in this episode. And this is a video I made a couple of months ago, I think on TikTok. I also posted something on Instagram about it, like a little um, a little graphic about it that did pretty well. People seem to really uh, resonate with the concept of resistance. And what angle I take with this concept of resistance is that your resistance is revealing. It's revealing something about you, something about what you need to do, about what you're avoiding, why you're avoiding it, what it's telling you about yourself, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, this doesn't apply to situations where there's some sort of like imminent threat or danger, of course. If you're resisting something because you know it's dangerous, because you know you're going to get hurt, you're aware of that. You have that inner knowing about it. Of course, that resistance is revealing. It is revealing still. It's just revealing that it's dangerous and you shouldn't do it and you need to stay safe. So, yes, always listen to the resistance. But the way I'm thinking about resistance being revealing is when we tend to avoid things that... When we avoid things so desperately, even though we keep circling back to them and keep circling back to wanting to do them, and yet we still resist them at the same time, there's something in that, in that cycle, in that pattern, that's telling us something about who we are, about what we want to achieve, where we want to get to. And I believe that the reason we're resisting these things is because we know deep down 
that in order to get to them, whatever it might be, you know, it doesn't have to be some sort of like grand achievement, you know, some sort of career endeavor. You know, we always talk about careers and capitalism and all that stuff as like the end all be all of things we want to achieve. But there's so many there's so many things that we're trying to achieve in life. Um, and so we resist a lot of that stuff. And the, the reason I think we resist it is because it reveals that we have to become a different version of ourselves in order to get it. And sometimes those different versions of ourselves are scary to embody or to believe we have or believe we have to become. And also it's there's a sense of grief and fear of letting go of a past self, you know, like letting go of the past version that we feel we have to let go of in order to become this new version of ourselves. And so I think that's why a lot of us push back against things because we know in order to get to this next level, to whatever this thing is that I don't have now because I've never been able to get it, I know it's because I have to be someone different. And that's not to say you have to be a completely different person, someone who's not aligned with you. It's still aligned with you, but it's pushing you to the brink of who you know you are. It's pushing you outside of your comfort zone, basically. And that's scary. And a lot of the time we don't want to do that because it's going to be painful, you know, growing pains, as they say. It's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to threaten our sense of identity, our sense of self. We're going to have existential crises. Um, it might isolate us from the people in our lives because if we have to try and attain something new, but we're a version right now that has all these specific friends or family members or partners, and now we have to become this new person, does that new person that we're becoming still have the same friends, the same partner, you know? All that stuff is very scary and very threatening. And it's something I've had to learn in my own experience, my own life, and come to terms with that you will have to, you, you'll have to risk what comes along with pushing through this resistance. So like, I mean, there's so many examples of how this resistance manifests. Um, let's use a more a tangible one, I guess, to start, which is working out, right? The last thing we want to do a lot of the time is work out. We many of us, you know, um, because we know it's painful. We know it's going to hurt. We know it's going to make us uncomfortable. We'll probably be miserable while we're doing it. But subconsciously, we also know, not even subconsciously, consciously, we know that it's also good for us. It's going to make us feel better in the long run. It's better for us to respect our future selves in the sense that we're working out because we know it's going to, you know, maintain a level of health for us that's going to keep us going for longer, you know? So we know that, but at the same time, we're resisting the working out. And yet, so we keep, we're in this limbo of both wanting to do the working out, you know, resisting it because of all the pain and discomfort associated to it, but then cycling back to being like, okay, I want to do it again. So all that does is make you feel guilty. makes you feel shameful that you can't do this thing, even though you know you want to do it, but you also don't want to do it at the same time. You know, that kind of cycle. And working out is one that come that came up a lot in the comment section of that video that I made on TikTok. Another way that I think resistance is revealing, and this is something I'm learning from my own experience, because I'm doing a lot of vulnerability work right now. And I've talked about this before, but it's something that I'm really, really exploring at the moment, both for myself and both so I can give insightful and informative content to other people who also struggle with vulnerability. And you don't realize how important vulnerability is to life in general and your experience of life. I didn't realize how important it was until I started working on it with my therapist. But it's it's bringing up a lot in me about this these kinds of topics when it comes to vulnerability and resistance and all that stuff. Um, we resistance appears also when it comes to relationships in terms of when you fear intimacy and having a fear of intimacy is like so common and you might not realize you have it unless you do a little questionnaire online, which is something I had to do <laughs> to realize that I have a fear of intimacy, but, um, I'm also a fearful avoidant 
And when it, when you're a feel, fearful avoidant, as I'm sure many other people are on here too, you both desperately crave and desire intimacy and close connection and fear it at the same time because of your insecurities, your fear of rejection, fearing that you're not good enough, right? So you're constantly looking for it. And then when you maybe start getting it, maybe you start a relationship and in the beginning, you're like, okay, great. I finally got this, this ability to find intimacy, right? The stakes are low because it's early on in the relationship. But when it starts getting actually more intimate, it's scary, it's threatening, it's bringing up all those insecurities and the fears of rejection, so you pull away from it. So again, you're doing this like dance, this back and forth of dance of, I want it, but I don't want it because it's painful, but I also still want it. So then you feel guilty when you pull away from somebody or when you push them away, and then that makes you feel bad about yourself and your self-worth and all that stuff. In those instances, you're resisting intimacy, and it's important to question, question yourself as to why you're resisting intimacy, right? The resistance is revealing. And these are just two examples, I think, more tangible and more like emotional example. Like the working out is more tangible and the fear of intimacy is more emotional. But there's so many ways it can manifest for you. And it's important to recognize how it's coming up and what it's uh, what it's doing for your perception of yourself and the way you show up in the world and how you behave with yourself and with other people. There are so many ways that resistance manifests in your life and with the things that you start to resist, right? And so it's important to look exa at exactly what it is that you're resisting and ask yourself why. Because I think the reason we keep circling back to this this moment, this thing, this whatever you're trying to get that you're resisting, there's a reason you're circling back to it. It's because you know you need to do it to become the person you want to be. You know you need to to, to push through it. But at the same time, you're scared because it's going to change your entire identity and change is scary, obviously. Um, but think of it as a wall on your path, right? You're on a path right now. And, uh, you know, if you're making mindful choices and aligned choices, the path is aligned for you. So you face this wall, right? And you're thinking like, okay, this means that it's not right for me because there's a wall. If it was, if this path and this journey were right for me, it would be easy. You know, I wouldn't have any walls. I wouldn't have to be pushing through anything. It would just flow. And while that is true, flow is important. The walls that come up on an aligned path, you know, if you feel like you're being aligned, you're, you're making choices that are aligned with who, who you are and what you actually want and not what you think you should want or whatever. Walls will come up because that is exactly what you need to break through to become the next person, the next version of yourself on this aligned path. You know, time is always changing. You're always changing along with it. So it only makes sense that even on an aligned path, you will have to change in order to stay aligned. You cannot stay the same forever and be aligned because that's not an aligned thing for anybody to do. You have to change. You're changing physically, you know, you're getting older and you're going to change emotionally as well. And so when you find yourself hitting these walls, sometimes sure, they're walls because maybe you've made an unaligned choice and this is just not right for you. And then that's a moment where you recalibrate you ask yourself okay is this actually right for me is it not how do how do i feel about it and then you realign and then usually if this thing is not right for you and you've realigned you'll get back on your aligned path and it'll flow a bit more right but if you are still on the aligned path and you hit this wall it's not a wall really i think it's more of like um it's the base of a mountain kind of right and you have to climb this mountain to get to the other side to continue on the path right so it's not something that's telling you that you're on the wrong path it's not telling you that oh I've been doing everything wrong so far because why would I have to be faced with this discomfort, um, with this this feeling of I'm I'm stuck or I can't move forward? You can move forward. You just have to go up a little bit. You know, you have to climb up a little bit before you can continue on forward, right? 
And um, yeah, this kind of stuff is scary. It's intimidating. It makes you question yourself, your identity, your self-worth, but it's necessary. It's revealing. You know, there's something there that you need to look at a little bit closer to understand about yourself and what you need, what you genuinely need. And the more you resist and you avoid looking at the resistance and pushing through it when it's, you know, a good kind of resistance, the more you chip away at your self-trust, you chip away at your sense of self-worth because you're like, basically you're telling yourself subconsciously, okay, I'm not going to do this thing that I know is good for me, but is hard. So because so that means that I'm not worth having hard things. What I mean, let me clarify that. I'm not worth going to lengths to get what's good for me, you know? It's like, so if if you're, if you feel like you're not worthy of doing that for yourself, why then would you think that you're worthy of it from other people? So you see how it kind of affects all aspects of your life, not just in the goals you're trying to attain, but in the relationships you have with others, with the world, within the universe, whatever. If you're saying to yourself subconsciously by not pushing through this barrier, not climbing up this mountain, I'm not worthy of of difficult things to get to what I need to, to get to, that I'm not worthy of pushing through discomfort, that I'm not worthy of trying hard, you know? And I mean hard, not in the sense of like pushing against something that's not right for you, but hard because it takes effort. It still takes effort, even on an aligned path. If I'm not worthy of any of that, even for myself, even for me to do that for myself, you know, my own best friend, my soulmate, whatever, why would I then think that anybody else would be willing to do that kind of hard work to get me either? So then you kind of get stuck in this fear of intimacy loop. If that's something you struggle with, you you tell yourself like, okay, I'm not worthy of people working hard for me. I'm not worthy of pe- people putting effort in for me. So that kind of isolates you a little bit more. That chips away your self-trust even more. Maybe you attract more people who are not willing to put effort in because you sense that they're unwilling and to validate the story in your head, the narrative, you find people that validate it. You know what I mean? It kind of all ties in together. And again, that's not to say that, you know, we always attract people based on our own energies and it's our fault or whatever. Of course not. Uh, But I think uh, the way we see ourselves does play a big part in the people we allow into our lives, the people we filter through. Because if we have a specific narrative, a specific belief in our heads of who we are and what we deserve, then we're only going to allow people in that validate that narrative. And that's why it's important to then shift your own narrative in your head, which is obviously easier said than done to just start believing you're worthy. But the way you start believing you're worthy is by doing the actions that prove to you you're worthy. And that means pushing through the resistance and looking at it and seeing what it reveals about you and then doing that thing that you realize it's revealing about you. So if, if what it's revealing about you is, oh, I, in order for me to get to this career endeavor, we're just going to use that example, even though there's so many things that you are probably resisting and in your life and for different reasons, for me to get to this career endeavor, I have to now become this um, adult career person and be serious and, uh, you know, take things seriously. And that might be scary. It might make you feel like you're grieving a youthfulness, a uh, uh, carelessness, not carelessness, a care, carefreeness, you're, you're, you're going to have to lose that. And that's probably the fear that's holding you back. But then when you do that thing, because you know, okay, you know what, I'm gonna have to face this fear, I'm gonna have to push through it, because I know, ultimately, the end goal is what's going to make me feel good about myself and worthy. Sometimes, maybe not always, but in, in most cases, for me, the moment you face that fear, you realize it's not actually that scary. And it's not even what you thought it was going to be. You know, so if your fear is, I'm gonna have to be really serious and I can have no fun now because I'm an adult and I have to take myself seriously. You do the things that you need to do, you push through it and you realize like, oh, actually that's not really what 
has to happen. That was just my belief because that's what I assumed had to happen based on maybe who you, based on the people in your life that maybe had done those things and you saw it and you're like, oh, I don't really want to be like that person. And maybe that's holding you back from becoming, you know, who you want to be. But when you push the fear, despite feeling like, okay, I might have to lose these things about myself and you do it in an aligned way, you realize, oh, actually, no, that's not even my journey. Like maybe somebody else might've had to let go of their carefreeness and their youthfulness or whatever, but I don't because that's not me. I'm different, right? So I'm doing this journey differently, even though you might've assumed that it would have to be exactly the same as somebody else's, you know? I hope that makes sense. So, so most of the time when we face our fears, you know, those deep fears that we have, they're not actually as scary as we assumed they would be. And when we start to realize that we can trust ourselves to do these hard things, and also trust that our aligned selves are actually really fun for us. You know, we're not going to become somebody that we hate because it wouldn't be aligned. So we have this fear of, oh, I, I might become someone who's boring or who's adult or who's whatever. But it's like, is that really who you are? If it's not really who you are and who you feel aligned with, why do you worry that you're going to become them? Right. And I think that has to do with self-worth and self-trust. Right. You have to trust yourself to know who you are and what you would actually go for. If you're not a boring person, you're not a serious person, then of course you're not gonna become that person if you're staying aligned. So you don't really have to fear as much the discomfort and the pushing out of your comfort zone because you you probably won't become that kind of person. But I know it's still scary and you, know, you don't know for sure, maybe you would, who knows, right? But I think for the most part, keeping those things in mind makes it easier to push through that resistance because it's it's inevitable. That kind of resistance will come up inevitably. Um, when you outgrow things, when you outgrow spaces and people, there will be push, you will be pushing up against the walls of this confined space. And that's, there's resistance there. Why are you not stepping outside of this confined space? Why are you not breaking through the walls? Like what's going on? You have to ask yourself, why? Why do I feel more comfortable being in this tight, jammed in this tight space than pushing through it, right? What's on the other side that I'm scared of? And what does it say about me? And if I were to to break through and do it, what would that say about me after? What am I worried is going to happen? You know, all those questions are really important to ask yourself on any kind of journey with any kind of resistance that it comes up. So I would implore you, if you find yourself resisting things, anything, anything, you know, and it's not because it's dangerous or actually life-threatening, it's different. You know, you find yourself circling back to it, even though you keep resisting it, but you keep coming back to it. There's something there. There's something there that you need to look at and recognize about yourself. You know, I think your subconscious, maybe your higher self is trying to tell you something by that resistance and the fact that you keep coming back to the same impasse over and over again. Listen to yourself, tap into yourself and figure out what the right next step is for you, despite how scary it might seem, you know? So yeah, that's the episode. I hope that was interesting. I hope that offered a bit more insight and clarity into the topic of resistance and hopefully helps you recognize things that you might be resisting that you didn't know you were resisting until you've heard this um, and also allows you to break through those walls or climb up that mountain or whatever metaphor you want to use for it. And if you have a therapist, I would always recommend talking to your therapist about this, trying to explore it a bit more, um, journaling about it. I always recommend journaling. I love journaling. And yeah, I think it'll be interesting to explore this topic if you find it resonates with you because if it does resonate with you, if what I've said here has tapped into something in you, you probably are facing some sort of resistance that's holding you back ultimately because sometimes holding ourselves back is easier and more comfortable than pushing ourselves for it to do things and become people that we never thought we could become because it's scary or whatever. 
So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll be back again next week with another one.